How's it flowing, y'all? Welcome back to the Opportunity on the Mic podcast, a show where we connect and amplify the voices in our communities who have taken the call to rise to the opportunity. I'm your co-host, Kelvin Nunez, along with my co-host, director of the Opportunity Program here at Hamilton College, Aaron Ray. And today, we are back, and we are better than ever. Let's go. So we have a we have a nice special episode, heartwarming one. I'm very excited to share today. A dear friend of mine is joining the podcast. Uh, but before we get into that, we have some housekeeping to do. New season, same flow. Aaron, inspirational quote. Yes. So the inspirational quote today comes from none other than Booker T. Washington, and it is: If you want to lift yourself up, lift up someone else. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Making making a change around you, it can help shift that stuff inside you if you're not feeling that good. That's real. Right? That's real. That's that's a bar. That's a bar. So going from that amazing quote, thank you. Uh the great late Mr. Booker T. Washington. Checking into how we're doing, Aaron. How how have things been going? You know, maybe we can orient the people. Where are we now? What's been going on? We're surviving. We're alive. We're we're okay. <laughs> Cue the Destiny's Child Survivor song. Um, <clears throat> now we are we are past the halfway point of the summer program. Hey, that's a big yes, thing. Yes, look at that. And somehow we're finding time to record. So that that's a good sign. That, Proud of us. It must mean we're doing okay. <laughs> Heads above water for that to happen. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, why don't you share what you've been doing with oh, students? Oh yeah, so. I'm back on a summer program uh, staff, so that, that was awesome. I remember talking a lot about it our first season. And uh, last summer program, I was part of the staff as a writing tutor. And this year, I wanted to add a different side to the program. So I signed on as a RA, but also as a creative counselor. And I've been very grateful to be able to impart some of the knowledge I've been learning here at my time at Hamilton College, specifically the digital arts department, that I cannot sing their praises enough uh, so we've been having a lot of different things for them. We have Creative Cove workshops on the weekends, Sundays from one to three. Our first workshop happened really fun, taught them how to build a website, how to build pages. And that comes with what I've also been doing. We have a website for our 27 class. So the website, I just wanted to have a place like an archive for them. Hopefully it's a tradition that could go forward. If not, it's a very special thing this class will have, right? Absolutely. We're like, wow, I got a whole website for my summer program. And I just want them to, of course, have an archive, but also have a place to feel themselves, to share things about themselves, uh, it's a safe space, a healing space. And I'm just really excited to see where it's going to go. And we also have some other creative stuff for the for the summer program that, that's under wraps for right now. Yeah. You'll see it. Y'all will see it eventually. Maybe by the time this is out, it's already there. Hopefully. You don't know. Uh, but that's that's how we've been. We've definitely been working, been, been grinding, but it's been really fun to see the, the new generation, uh, the new class of students coming in. And I'm just, you know, observing like, hmm, who could I get into podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> who, who, could, who could help take the reins, right, Absolutely. for that transition? Absolutely. No, so we have, we have 31 students in the OP yep. class of 2027 coming from uh, a wide variety of states and as far away as Russia. Um, and they are, they're putting into work. It's, it's been pushing them, testing them. You know, Professor Franklin is, is pushing them to their intellectual limits. <laughs> Chemistry is pushing them to their intellectual limits. Math. I was about to say, Math mathematics always gets them. them to their intellectual <laughs> limits. Uh, but they, they're really buying in. Mm -hmm. um, and they've really, I think, bought into tutoring and, and, yeah. and the support that you all as a staff have been providing. So it's been really great to, to watch. Uh, me personally, I've been uh, working kind of hybrid. I've been, I've been taking the mornings remotely um, to try to provide a better work-life balance. In the mornings, mm. I'm able to get emails out and plan for the day and that sort of stuff that when I'm in the office, I'm you know, we're busy. And so people have questions and phone calls are coming in. Exactly. So that, that has provided me with uh, what feels like more of a balance, uh, which I, which I appreciate. And, 
I think my family appreciates as well. I, I was about to say, I think I think that's that should be the plan going forward. Yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense because. I, I hear you. People will, will pop in in the morning and be like, oh, da, 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 da. It's my own fault. My open door yeah. policy definitely, I, I love it, but also it <laughs> definitely delays things sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, hey, learning new things this, this summer program, workflows. But I hear you. This this class has, has been resilient, but they've also been willing to take criticism. Yeah. Which is what I appreciate. We've We've had to get on them. But that's with every class. You yeah, have, you have to talk to them about stuff. Yeah, they're a little gross yeah. in the kitchen. But uh, <laughs> come on, y'all. No. <laughs> come on now. We had by the end of it, Already we had them apologizing knows. to to another staff member. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So you see, they, something happens. They learn from it. They build from it. They grow, and from then they it. move forward. That's right. And that that's all we can ask of you as a person, that's right. as a human, is to is to try and learn from your mistakes. And we're very proud of our class for exhibiting those qualities. Absolutely, for sure. So as y'all can hear, our check in is you know. A little, a little, a little, a little worn. We, you know, we definitely got those miles on our legs right now, but we're running. We're, we're, we're getting there. So to transition from our check-in to the main reason we're here, the main part of our podcast today is that we have our first interview of season two. Our first interview of season two. I'm very excited because uh, this person is a leader on our campus a trailblazer and a dear friend of mine, Joanna Flores. Joanna Flores, grab the mic. Woo! <laughs> I am here. I am present and I'm happy to be here. For our listeners, just know that she was yawning while Kelvin was introducing her. <laughs> there was a yawn. I was letting out all my yawns out. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's only really early. It's only, you know, 1.51 p.m. <laughs> it was after that nice fried chicken. Oh, no, that's that's no. something we didn't mention. We did not mention. Shout out to Parkhurst for, Shout out for to Parkhurst. elevating the dining experience at Hamilton College for sure. Yep, yep. For the sure. kids, they had so hand much Hand-breaded chicken to yes. seasoning. Hand-breaded. <laughs> <laughs> for, for our alumni, lo siento. Lo siento, money. You know, we try to make it work when we can. Uh, but yes, Parkhurst has been a godsend. Uh, but yeah, Joe, so we kind of shared about how we're feeling coming into like coming into this interview uh, after the we've had what three weeks of our summer program. Yeah, I'm um, done. Two more to go. Two more to go. But yeah. Who's counting? <laughs> 14 days. 14. <laughs> I think someone's counting. But uh, Joanna, <laughs> how are you feeling? How's the summer been treating you? We're just very happy to have you on. Yeah, it's been good. Um, I officially transitioned to be an RA for the OP. Ooh. I'm happy. I'm happy to be part of this class and support them. Uh, it was so fun last year because I was a government tutor, and that was just a great time. And Joel, Joel and I were besties. We were working together <laughs> on making sure the kids had a fun experience. Um, but also, just been before joining OP, um, I was doing an internship for the Human Rights Division in Syracuse for New York State, and that was just so many learning curves. And now I feel like I'm ready to be an adult. Um, mm -hmm. my weekends were not filled with, you know, playing games. They were preparing my next meal for the next day, mm -hmm. which I never wow. thought I would have to do. Um, yeah. Got a taste of that adulting uh, life. Yeah. <laughs> of like, oh, I can't be buying boba every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, for that's how it was for us the semester. Jordan would be like, come on, you want boba? I'm like, yeah. But no, I hear you, that adulting. And you were telling me that your sleep schedule really yeah. flipped the switch, right? I was sleeping like at 8.30 was my sleep time. I would wake wow. up at 6.30 in the morning. 6.30, an hour to get ready. 7.30, my bus came. 45 minutes to get to my job. Bit of walking to the, you know, the actual place. And then just grind. And then I didn't finish till 4. And I was writing summaries. I was answering calls. I was had my own cases to look into. You was a, you was a Swiss Army knife, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Def definitely, there was a definitely a lot on your plate <laughs> for that. It was, I, I I cried after I missed the bus. No, I got on the wrong bus. I didn't miss it. I got on the wrong bus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had to call my mom. I was like, oh, this is rough. She was like, what'd you expect? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then for the last few weeks, you were on staff. Like you, yeah. you started out sort of hybrid for yep. us. You would come yep. on the weekends, mm -hmm. support the students, and exactly. then leave during the week, and then come back on the weekend. And But we're, we're very yeah, excited to travel. have you, not only on the show, but also on the staff. I'm also very happy. I feel good to be with my friends mm -hmm. and obviously to work with Aaron again. And I love his children specifically. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So, please share that anecdote. Yeah, please. Uh, okay. Uh, so to our listeners, 
Joanna is a babysitter for my two daughters, and they love her. We've babysat them a few a few right. times now, and, and most recently was on Wednesday, so a couple of days ago. And I got home, and we had to bring Joanna back to campus because she had to work in the evening, and we had dinner with her in the dining hall. And they wanted nothing to do with me. They just wanted to be with <laughs> Joanna. Like, this is going to be a problem when we leave. Mm-hmm. And so we we go to the car, and I get I get Josie in, and she's already starting to whine. I want Joanna to come with us. I want Joanna to come with us. So I go to put Charlie. Charlie's my two year old. Josephine is four. Charlie is two. Charlie refused to go in her car seat. Like locked her legs. Like did everything yep. she could. I had to like pick her up and put her down. Pick her up, put her down. And she was screeching. And I had to like, Screeching. yeah, there was someone like walking by in the distance. And I was like, I swear they're my children. They were just like throwing a fit. So I get them in the car and I'm pulling away. And I had to film it because all you heard was Josephine saying, Joanna, Joanna. And then it was just, it was just Charlie like screeching oh my goodness for at least half of the car ride home and half of the car ride home i am your father like what (laughs) (laughs) like you love me too like i am i am your father i'll I'll, I'll play a clip of it real quick (laughs) these are my children these are my children crying over a babysitter. Hey. A babysitter that I still have to bend my, my bad. But crying true. over a babysitter as if like I abducted them. So so if that tells you about Joanna, if that doesn't tell you about Joanna, I don't know what will. Yeah, I feel so bad when I graduate cuz I'm a senior. I'm no, a senior. you're a senior. Yeah, we're seniors, man. We're seniors. Ooh. That's crazy. And and Oh, well, you got some time to re- reflect on that, <laughs> reflect on your time here at Hamilton. But exactly as Aaron said, if that clip, that anecdote doesn't let you know the type of person Joanna is and the impact she leaves on those around her, then I don't know what will. Aww, right? Thank you, guys. Of course, thank of you. course. So into our first question for you. Yes. Could you give us a rundown of your major and your involvements on campus and how those directions have shaped you? Yep, yep, yep. Um. I'm a government major with a minor in women and gender studies, maybe possible double major. Ooh, Ooh. mystery. Who knows? <laughs> um, I've been involved in a lot of things. Uh, first, mm-hmm. in my pride and joy, I'm co-chair of the Center for Intersectional Feminism. Yes. Yeah. Give some love. Give some love to my ladies. Um, like the name says, we focus on feminism on campus and try to provide... Um, just at, uh, resources to um, students on campus. So that's my big thing. It takes a lot of my time. We host events throughout the whole year, even to the last things, such as senior week. Um, I'm an RA on campus. Nice. Community building, community building. Oh, yeah, what? Community advisor, community building. Should we say that? I'll edit that out. I mean, by the time it's released the school year, we'll probably have started, so. Oh, then I can oh, say it. I can say it. <laughs> Oop. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll no longer be called an RA. My new role or new name will be community advisor. Ooh, I like that better. I do like it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I do. I also work for the Days Masala Center as a student ambassador. Yes. Also, give some love to my li- my lovelies over there. For 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 our listeners who don't know the Days Masola Center, can you can you explain it? So hard, I don't even know how to explain it. How do you explain the DMC? It's a center dedicated um, to mostly have. Well, first, it was made by students. It was made by students um, to have a space where students can talk about stuff that are happening on campus and ways to support them. Um, And a lot of organizations, student organizations, um, are housed in the DMC. Mm. Uh, And so my role, where I come to play, is I help all seven of them. And I have to just be their support and just be like, hey, you got this. I also run my own org. I know exactly how you're feeling. Let's work it out. Let's talk it out. Where can we help? Also, where are you doing amazing? Like, Mm -hmm. congratulate yourself. Like, pat yourself in the back. You're doing a great job. It's hard. Not only are you like 
taking academic, like rigorous academic courses, but you're also like putting the work to host events that everyone will enjoy and hopefully, you know, make people feel better about, you know, whether it is about their culture or their identity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Snaps for that. Snaps, snaps. That, was, that was great. I can't snap, so. Oh, what? <laughs> Awkward. Um, what else do I do? I, I'll i be taking on new positions. Oh. I'll be working for the admissions office. Hey. hey. I'm so excited about And also Aaron was a big help, so shout out to Aaron. Yeah, Helping Aaron. me prep with my interview. <laughs> Applause for everyone everywhere. <laughs> and so what are you going to be doing for admissions specifically? senior fellow position essentially i'll be like i actually got to look at my schedule for my uh, training and i'll be training on how to conduct interviews for interested students or applicants trying to apply to hamilton um and also promoting hamilton on social media and also going probably on zoom calls and having like you know talking like hosting about talking about the school or how the process works or um also just talking to parents because i'm sure they have a lot of questions and i'll be like Someone to help ask them and also comfort them, you know, because it's a big transition for parents to like fly, little bird, fly, take mm-hmm. my kid away. Um, I know it was tough on my parents, so you know I get it. Yeah, it's it's one of the most <laughs> prestigious positions on campus. It's oh yeah, it, intense, <laughs> you, you just forgot like, that part. Yeah. Intense interview <laughs> process, right? Like it was, it was. Um, so you're gonna be, you know, we probably won't see much of Joanna this this year. No, no, no Joanna will still come through. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll but, make sure to be. But for our up. listeners, if you want to find Joanna, go to Sweeta House. <laughs> you will find her there interviewing students, speaking. To maybe, parents, maybe she'll be interviewing you, listener. If could, could be, could be you, could be, yeah. or your brother or sister, exactly, family member, or grandmother. Who knows? No. Oh, the dog, no. adult learners, <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> I don't know how that would happen, but maybe. No, but I, I'm I'm excited for you to have that that role because it's going to really give you some insight into a, a really important division of the college like right they bring in the class each year i don't think everyone who works in higher ed understands how vital the admissions and and the whole enrollment management division is like hamilton's a small school so they have to admit a certain amount of students to enroll a certain amount of students to make sure they hit the right number every year like it really is magician's work because <laughs> like Hamilton over enrolled for a few years and everyone's yeah. like oh my god we're admitting too many students but yeah. they're admitting less students every year but just more and more students wanted to come and and the senior fellows play a big role in like helping students to realize whether or not Hamilton's the right school for them so it's going to be a great opportunity for you you're going to meet a lot of people you're going to network and we're very proud of you thank you yeah, thank Joe. you and awesome. there's one thing I do love networking mm-hmm. that's the one big takeaway from Absolutely. my whole life which has only been 21 years well 21 soon in july 26 oh, nice birthday birthday soon. so soon yes. Do we sing happy birthday no no, no. it's bad luck it's bad luck it's bad luck oh superstitious oh i want to live till i'm 90 i want to die in the hamptons Period. In the Hamptons, that's, that's this a, took a dark a turn. Okay, all right. <laughs> Move, moving on. Um, so, so Joanna, talk to us about your your interest as a child and what opportunities surrounded you at the time to support those interests. Let's see. Well, to give some background, um, my parents are both Mexican immigrants that came to the country when they were like in their twenties. Um, I'm the oldest. Uh, the oldest daughter of three sisters. Well, no, including me. So I have two younger sisters. Um, and so first gen, baby. Like, first gen. There's, I didn't really have a lot of information. My parents didn't know. I didn't know. We didn't have family that really knew either. So it was very much like, what opportunities are there? And if were it not for my mom, especially, who was like, education is our thing in this family. Like, she... With the little language, the little English she knew, she managed to find me like programs to get into, talk to people to be like, I want my kid to go to this school because this school is going to really push her. Um, I don't think I would have had the opportunities that I did. Shout out to mom. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to mom. mom. Like, wow. impressive work. Um, yeah. So my my one thing is my big family, my family, not big family, my family's big on education, and so. I think a big opportunity that helped me the most was entering this high school program called Legal Outreach. 
Shout out to LO. I love them so much. We recently celebrated our 40th anniversary at Gotham Hall in New York City. It was very fancy. Um, And they were the ones who told me, like, the whole plan. They're like, you got to do this. You got to do this. It was, like, every Saturday as a freshman, we had to do um, some, like, writing workshops. So every Saturday, we went to school, essentially. And we had homework. We had assignments. Um, We did debate. We had to do debate in, like, at law schools, for example. And so, like, getting insights to, like, what I need to do to stand, you know, stand out for colleges, but also that prepare me and give me the skills. Um, but let me backtrack a bit, a bit, a bit from, you know, my little academic journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I always knew I wanted to go into law. Oof. I don't know. I always knew. I there's no like I know people say law and order suits like that was their thing that's what got them for me it was like this random show called Blue Bloods that my dad and I watched and the main character she wasn't really the main character but Erin Reagan that's her name she was the attorney she was a sister of a family of detectives and they always like hated her because she had to be strict with the law and I was like I admire her for that because she has to like really like work intricately in the system help you know communities and and she also looked awesome in her outfits <laughs> i'm gonna say that she has fashion icon um i don't know i just always knew i wanted to go into law there was no doubt i don't get me wrong hamilton i was like liberal arts let me explore my interests maybe i'm you know being too stubborn no i always fell back to government and what would you say specifically about government or about law that like excites you or or makes you want to pursue it I think it's the fact that, like, I can use it to help my community. Mm. That's that's always. And right now, a big thing for me is, like, trying to combine my passion for, like, public service, but also women's rights, um, especially at a time right now where the Supreme Court is being, they're being a little messy over there. But, you know, we won't say much right now. I, I could go on a whole monologue about mm-hmm. that, but we will not, mm-hmm. not, not, not in this space. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know, I just love idea of going into court and like there's a feeling the rush of just like you feel like you're just in there and you know what you're gonna do and you're trying to convince this jury or these folks that like vote for my side come on um yeah i don't know it's just a maybe it's also a power play (laughs) (laughs) have have you ever had jury duty i'm not i had gotten a letter to sign up for jury duty I'm excited. I've done it. I've done it once. It was an attempted murder charge and it was wild. Nothing (laughs) like the shows. (laughs) Law and order is a 42 minute lie. Um, (laughs) But it's really interesting, like how much performance goes into it. Right. Like, I mean, we're sitting there as, as a jury and like, obviously you have to make your decisions on the facts. Right. Right. But like, there's a certain amount of energy that you bring as a lawyer um, to engage and to, to get the jury to, to truthfully pay attention to you. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. you, you just sitting there, no phone or nothing. Like no. you're just, it's not, there's no commercial breaks. <laughs> like there's no, <laughs> there's no like, can I go to the bathroom? Like, you're not, like yeah, no there's, snack break. No, no, no. 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 Yeah, there's there's a lunch break halfway through, but that's, that's it. So it's, wow. it's, it's a process, but, but I can see, like, it makes sense that you want to go in, in yeah. the time that yeah. I've known you, like it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, that's why I'm so thankful for legal outreach. Cause they, we had to, before entering high school, cause you signed up before them at the end of the program was you had to do like a mock trial. And we went to the court in New York city, like an actual court. And like, mind you, I'm, I was very shy. I grew up terrified to talk I, maybe i would even be here mm. uh, like terrified and it was at that moment when i was I, I was at the finals i don't know how we got there but i was there um and i just i had the opening statement oh i will say i make killer opening statements <laughs> oh, i make yeah. killer <laughs> um but at, and then at the end the judge was like congratulating certain students and she shouted me out and she was like you were amazing like, you're the first person in your team to go. Like, you're setting the stone. You're setting the tone, sorry, mm-hmm. for, like, what the rest of the trial looks like. And you did it. And I felt so, like, I just got a wave of confidence on me. Like, someone higher, like, 
a federal judge saw something in me as like entering high school that was a big like confidence booster for me and gave me the confidence to go on be like yeah i want to commit to this and this is what i want to do um yeah so yeah that was a big and i walked away with the trophy because we won oh oh, and so and then not only that but i remember going to this um getting down to the subway after my dad picked me up and these like two like very corporate gentlemen probably working for wall street whatever <laughs> and they saw my trophy and they're like nice congratulations and i was like oh i'm getting validation like i'm getting all these like congrats i was like this is it i'm doing this yeah mm-hmm. for sure and I, what what it just amazes me from that story is, is you saying that when you're younger you weren't really talking like that like you were terrified to speak i think is what you said terrified and then for you to get that platform right for what this can provide you and to understand that your voice matters and your voice has power i can i hey i can definitely see why you do it plus you just fit so well with it <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you of course all right so joe on to our next question yes uh what uh was your academic journey at hamilton like and how does what you do now differ from what you did your first year Hmm. my first year i didn't take any golf class i think did i first year this was fall 2020 it's oh, a long time covid, COVID hybrid hybrid Zoom. i don't think i no i don't think i took any really trying to remember i'm trying to remember so hard oh i did take a gov class i took comparative politics but that really that was that felt more of international relations more than really like what I wanted to do. Um, so we can count it. We can also not count it. Um, but I really started off my first year being like, I'm going to try to open myself up. Let's mm. see other interests I may have. Maybe I'm being, like I said, too stubborn on like the fact that I know I want to go to law school and I just want to be gov. Like, let it go broaden your interest and maybe you'll find something else to add upon your interest for gov um and so i took a bunch of classes I and mean, at the end of the day i just went back to gov mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was mostly my academic journey not that like crazy i will say um i took my first women and gender studies course which i never i guess it was kind of like you know a figures you would want to pursue something with that um, simply because of you know I'm a, I identify as a feminist and very proud of that and so it fits in with a picture but um yeah I took that class and now I'm minoring it and possibly majoring it who Ooh, knows who nice. knows oh that's awesome that's great to hear um so I didn't want to ask of like when did you start taking the woman and gender studies class and then what was that what was that kind of that sensation like oh because you said you wanted to explore more in, at right. Hamilton. And I know you told me a little bit. You're you're thinking of bio for, oh. for a second. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, the laughter tells you what, how bio went. Um, <laughs> oh, bio. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so what was that sensation? How What was that feeling that you're like, okay, you're in a woman gender studies class. And you're like, wow, this is for me. Well, I took my first class with Professor Adair. Shout out to Adair. She's awesome. Um, I think, what was it? I. I just felt like everything that I was struggling with understanding society and how I was treated as a woman and then talking in class more in depth and going more deeply and thinking critically, it just validated all those feelings. And I feel like, you know, you'll have classes where they, you know, they teach you, but to have a class where they validate your experiences and your feelings, your emotions, and I think that's just a different step. And that for me on the personal level made me feel more comfortable with myself and learning more about myself and loving myself more as a human mm. yeah that's why i love women just as women in gender studies department especially the professors i have mm. a lot of love for shout them. out the professors oh that that's awesome because one thing that definitely resonates with me is that when the classroom can go beyond just teaching you something but making you understand your life right your the scope what you have so I've, I've, I've been fortunate to feel that a couple of times too in classrooms and it's like epiphany, aha moments. Yes. So, so I'm very happy that you've had that in that, hey, you're thinking of majoring in it. Thinking of majoring in yeah. it. Who knows? Who knows? I've, I only need to take like one more class, realistically. There you go. Yeah, Aaron, 
What's your advisor opinion on that? <laughs> I mean, we won't get too into it, how I feel about double majors, because mm. all of this is second set of requirements, but, and you still only get one degree. But yeah. if you, if you won one class away, then, you know. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I'm in a pickle. No, I, I always feel like I was going to do it anyways, mm. but it's just, yeah, I never realized how many classes I took before I realized, oh, I could major. I didn't realize I was taking this many. So in reflecting back on your time at Hamilton thus far, what what do you feel has been your, your biggest accomplishment? Academically or in general? Ooh. Let's do academically first. Academically? Hmm. Oh, yes. This is actually, I'll give two stories. One okay. of them is probably not good. But okay. it was really good for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, we'll take it. Uh, I had written uh, like a, well, my first assignment was for a class with Conavo and a government class, political theory. And I didn't do so great. And I was like, damn, I'm upset, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then I tried again and I took in his advice, went to office hours, emailing office back and hours. forth. Office yes, hours office important. hours. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got that other paper, I got like, I think I got like a 98. And I was like, wow, wow, this is it. Like all I worked for after, like, it's exactly like, you know, it, it's not how like whether you have a problem, it's how you handle a problem really and how you go from with that and learn from your mistakes um, is what I've learned a lot from Hamilton. Like I probably wasn't the strongest writer coming into here, but after going to these office hours, talking to my professors and just talking and working on it and talking to other students who are, you know, maybe better writers going to the writing center Mm. and being like, Hey, I know I tend to, you know, not be clear or concise with my ideas or they can be off around and I need to bring them down to earth. Help me explain myself. Um, That was a great moment for me. And I remember opening during, I was, it was eating lunch at commons or maybe dinner and I just like opened the email and it said my grade. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I literally screamed. And I was like telling all my friends, I was like, oh, my God, I got a good grade on this. Like, I'm so happy. And it, from then on, I just continued working on it, like on my writing and on that class. Um, that wow. was, I feel like that was my big accomplishment. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a big moment for sure. Because yeah. then you start understanding the how important just communication and writing exactly. brings to that. And then the second, which is maybe not that great, we can decide. <laughs> um, it was a final paper for Con Law um, with oh, Professor Anikarkio. Con Law. And I don't remember how many pages, but I remember it was pages. <laughs> hey, on pages eight to on ten, pages. maybe. I don't remember. No, that has to be more than that. I don't remember. All I know is I was overwhelmed with other classes. And so I kind of left it like for the last few days that I had like I was grinding from like the morning to the night like I was just going to eat to comments and that was it I wasn't doing anything else and you know I I didn't expect a wonderful grade I didn't I really I also had on top of that class from just writing a paper an exam Mm. so it's like two final grades big impact and um I got my grade back and he liked the thoughts that I had he said this is good like these the concepts you're bringing the thoughts the ideas are here just work on your grammar and i was like oh he was like maybe work on the writing style and yada yada but i felt proud because if it just reaffirmed that like i have the ideas i have the concepts i understand it you know and had i planned ahead of time and organized my schedule more and just be more you know not not had not i not procrastinated and maybe i would have done better um, but for me, it just like showed like I have that kind of quote unquote raw talent mm. of like I get gov. I just need a plan. Speaking of raw talent, I believe <laughs> you won some awards this year. Oh, I did mm. win some awards. You talk, did win talk, some talk, awards talk this year. About that. We need to hype that <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> uh, so class and charter, which is Ooh. what's class and charter? Oh, it is class and charter. Ain't that just the award show? Like, <laughs> Uh, I don't yeah. think anyone knows what class and charter. I don't know what class and charter mean. Don't they have it at like every college? No, no but oh. it's the day that the charter was approved. Anyway, essentially, yes, for students, it's an award ceremony. Mm. Proceed. <laughs> um, I won two awards. Oh, 
One of them was for, I forget the title, but it was from Student Assembly. So they get to pick a couple of students who they think have contributed to the campus community. And I received one from Student Assembly. Shout out to them for voting for me and selecting me. Thank you, thank you. It's my peers. And I feel like that's, you know. That says a lot. That says a lot because other peers are voting for me. It's not just like faculty and staff who only see me for, you know. It's not the faculty and staff who spend hours writing (laughs) Nomination letters. No, my peers yeah, picked me. I speak it on the time. My peers picked me. As me. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Scratches, convocation <laughs> award nominations off to do list. Oh goodness. No. Um, but I was awarded that, and it was because I brought um, and led bringing Angela Davis on campus uh, as a speaker. Say that again. Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. What's your Angela shot? Davis, Davis on campus. Yes. I worked my butt off during finals week during fall semester. You were stressed, but you were working so hard on that. It was insane. Yep, I was there applying for scholarships. I was like, please, I would love to bring Angela <laughs> Davis on campus. I think it'd be wonderful. Um, and it was wonderful. It, it was no, such it, it a was packed. beautiful night of progress. Yeah, I heard some people didn't get it. And I was like, I'm yep. so sorry. But I did warn you. I did warn you. Yep. Come early. Um, so yeah, so I was awarded for that. And then the second award I got for Woman, Woman of Color of the Year. Woman of Color of the Year. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for the applause. <laughs> um, yeah, which uh, it just feels good to win that award. I think on a different level, just because you know, I'm Chicana, Latina, Mexican parents. I'm very proud to be a woman. So it's you know, it just feels good. I do have a some someone from the Hamilton staff, like the photographer, took a picture of me, and so my friend like photoshopped that picture onto like with the cover of, like, Times Magazine, and then she, like, Can you wrote... Send that to, like, how am I not <laughs> Did you show this? me? I want to see it. I can probably show you later. Oh, uh, and it just okay. says on the side, like, women of woman of the logo color. for this episode. <laughs> no, actually, can we, we, we should hang that in yeah. the OP office. Like, why wouldn't we? I'll hang it in my office. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be like, who's that? I'm like, oh, this is the great. This is the legend. This is the yeah. legend. <laughs> yeah. And um, instead of women of color of the year, it's women of the color of the year. Huh. Okay. She was trying to be funny with it. Um, but yeah. So. Yeah, it was funny. My eyes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, not only did I get to like stand for two, for, for just one award, I got to stand for two awards. And um, I was sitting next to my mentor who I've had since freshman year. And she looked over at me and was like screaming. And she was oh. like, oh, you because you don't know what awards you're getting until day of the moment. Like you have to hear your name. And I just said, OK, I'll just get one. I don't you know. I, I know I kind of knew it was for Angela Davis, but I didn't know the second one. And I was just in shock. And I was like, two. Hello. Are you guys <laughs> sure? Um, but no one else no, has my sure. name. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, those are those are some very impressive accomplishments. Thank you, thank you. Wow. And I did also want to ask, so that's more of your time at Hamilton, mm-hmm. right? What would, what do you feel is your biggest accomplishment in life? In life? It's hmm. a big question, Calvin. That's a big question. I'm, I'm a big question asker. It's not a big question. <laughs> I... Don't know what my big account. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. Mm. Maybe that. I'm looking forward to my big accomplishment. There we go. I don't think I. I think I've had great moments. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be cocky or anything. Like I definitely think they're big moments, but I don't think there's been like there's definitely yeah. I don't know if something I've accomplished. I've been like wow, I did that. That was so great. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to future. So so switching gears a little bit, obviously you've held a number of leadership positions on campus and you're about to take on some new leadership positions on campus. What is your, your philosophy on leadership? Ooh, easy. Lead with love. Oh, mm. I used to be a critic of love. I used to like barf in my mouth. And people barf. were like, yes, because 
you know, me trying to be a law, you know, trying to get into law and be an attorney. Like, I was like, you can't bring, like, any of those emotions. Like, it's, this is it. Bring the logic. Bring the facts. And I used to be, like, even with, like, feminist movements, I'm like, why are there people being, like, we have to care for each other. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, no, we have to, like, make some movements, like, action. Like, I used to be that type of person. Um, but then I, Professor Margot on campus gave, uh, her students a book called by bell hooks all about love and i took time reading that book and i it just transformed my whole life like i realized love really is the center of it all like you really have to care each other for each other as humans and just out of respect for each other really um and so that's how i've been leading all of these leadership positions of like i love you guys like you guys are amazing one thing, if you ever see an email, maybe it's not from me, directed from my name, but if it says or ends with much love, that's me. That's, that's my signature. That's, that's how I end all my emails. Much love, Joe, with a smiley face. Um, so you have to give that love. Give that love. And like Aaron said in his original inspirational quote, like, lift others. Mm, there we go. <laughs> we remember that. Aww. Have some like cute, some angelic music. <laughs> we have that. Oh. <laughs> We have everything. We do. <laughs> well, that, that that's, you know, dun, 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 that's lovely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so confused. Damn, my jokes are not hitting today. <laughs> yeah, rub that rust off. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Coming with the, the dad jokes. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm wise beyond my years. What can I say, Joe? I, I got one more question for you mm. before we jump into the rapid fire. Yep, that hopefully Kelvin will center himself and be able to pull. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, does a bag because he put like two friends <laughs> looking at each oh, other. Yeah. <laughs> I just revert to corny. <laughs> so, thinking about your academic journey, how have you been able to maintain a healthy study? life balance and, and what advice do you have for you know aspiring college students or students right, who are right. just starting their their academic journey get a planner mm. get a planner my high school used to be big on that like use your planner and i used to be like okay i know i need to get a planner gone to college still continues a planner but i was like oh i'm so grateful i have this planner that tells me what's tomorrow um google calendar i love using notion you know, shout out to Notion. Notion's, um, Notion's awesome. So just, you know, Notion, planner, get that stuff. But to have a balance between your academics and also whatever you're, else you're doing, like extracurriculars, I think you need some self-care in there. Mm -hmm. You need to set some time to really take care of yourself. If you, I believe in the power of naps. And naps are <laughs> like 15 minutes, not 30 minutes, not an hour naps, like 15 minutes because before you're going to get to deep sleep and then you're going to feel groggy. No, 15 minutes of naps and then getting ready to do the next task and being honest with yourself and communicate with your supervisor or with your professor being like, hey, today the neurons aren't working. There's something not working and I just can't. Maybe I can't even express that to you, but I'm letting you know that I just can't come in today, but I will go to your office hours. And I will talk to my peers for their notes. Um, definitely self-care. And just being honest with yourself. I think that's the big thing. Like, don't push yourself if you know you can't do it. Um, like, there's been times where I'm like, I want to do this thing. I really do. But I really shouldn't because I know it would just break me. And I need to, like, relax. And just maybe I can find other solutions. But that means delegating. Or being honest with my supervisor, being like, hey, can we push this deadline? Or maybe I can't do this. Maybe can you, like, take on it or maybe pass it on to someone else to work on it? Um, yeah, be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I love the be honest with yourself and self-care mindset. Because I remember, of course, like we said, we're, we're very good friends. And there was one finals where I was stressed beyond, you know, belief. <laughs> Yeah. And I go to Joanna for advice and for comfort. And Joanna is just like, sometimes you have to take care of yourself, give yourself what you need in the moment, and then you'll be much stronger to attack whatever you have to take on later. And hey, 
I implemented it. It's real. And and it worked. So appreciate you. Thank you. Maybe all you needed is some nice snack. A little, you know, yeah. treat yourself to a good meal during finals. You know, maybe get some, I don't know. What's a good meal? Chipotle. Chipotle. If that's what you like. Chipotle is my life. Yeah. Chipotle is my life. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Too good for <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> rapid fire time. Ba, ba, ba. Oh. All right. So, Joanna, okay. our first rapid myself. fire question. What was your welcome to the league moment in college? Ooh, mock trial. Ooh. I joined mock trial as a freshman. That's when I knew I had to, you know, get ready. Because mm. if these, there's high expectations here, I can only imagine how it's like in the classroom and in the workforce. Yeah. Yeah. That was my. Ooh, get ready. Ooh, that's real. That's real. Next question we have. What motivates you to work hard? My sisters. Aww. I love my two younger sisters. They're brilliant, smart, kind, wonderful human beings. I can't wait for what they do. And, you know, I'm kind of excited, kind of jealous, but also excited for them to do better <laughs> things than I have. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how it has to be. You have to push the younger ones. Yep. Go even, go even further and beyond. Moving up the generations. Mm-hmm. What makes the Opportunity Program so special? Or what is your favorite moment being a student involved in, in the program? Hmm. I think last year's summer program. It was giving back to new, a new generation of OP students and you know, giving them a better experience than I had and assisting them in their, their academic journey. I have a mentee now, and she's now part of the staff. She's now the government tutor. Um, she's protégé. helping me. Yes, protege. I'm gonna shout amazing. out to Jasmine. I go to her bakery in Brooklyn. Wow. Like there was a connection, and I, I think that was my favorite. Well, you showed her around. Like that was yeah. your first taste of like <laughs> admission stuff. Is I asked you to meet with her and her family and, and show them around around yeah. campus, and it just blossom from. Really? And then like. Didn't she like do her speech about you or there was there was Oh she did she give me a, a shout out. A she about gave you? me a shout out. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I talked to her mom. Yeah. Great yeah. conversation. That's a connection that'll last yeah. forever. It will. Thank you, OP. And she works for the DMC because I told her about the job there. <laughs> Thank you, OP. <laughs> Plus she's 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 been blossoming in in yeah. her media marketing role. Yeah. For OP yeah. Instagram. Yeah, she is she has taken over our social media. Yep. We're gonna have her do some work with our, our podcast. Yep. I'm leaving the Flores family tree of mentorship. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. That's fire, actually. The Flores, the Flores mentee tree. I don't know. So every mentee she has will be under your. Yeah, no, like that's what we've decided. Wow, that's real. The executive, that's real. Twenty years from now, they're still like grandma, Joanna. great, great, great grandma. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Um, and moving on from there, uh, who would you say is your favorite faculty member on campus? Oh, I have so many. <laughs> oh, there's, there's, I will say, just because he supported me, pushed me, pushed me to be the best that I can be. Not that other professors have it, but I have shout out to Professor Cunavo, Peter Cunavo. Oh, man. There but you also go. everyone else. So. Oh. Any other names you want to throw out there? Oh, there's so many. Joel Winkleman. All the gov professors, really. Yeah, All gov, the gov, gov professors. department. I love the gov department. I love the women, gen- women in genocide department. Shout out to Aaron. Woo! Staff Woo! member. Not faculty, but staff. Yeah. Betty. Ooh, everyone OP staff. Mm-hmm. Um, D. Maria. We love her. Ooh, she left, but Paula Lopez. Paula! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out everyone. Is there anyone left on campus who you haven't shouted out? My faculty, my friends. Oh, Steve from dining. Steve. <laughs> probably a bunch of more people. Bonique, oh my goodness, <laughs> Bonique. I there's so I can't, I can't. I should. There's nothing. Should we should be writing to us later? We'll have to add it on to the episode <laughs> yeah, later. So uh, cool. Joanna has. <laughs> Forgotten to mention these 33 more people. <laughs> but no, no that's actually. that's really good to hear, honestly, because it, it that's what college should be, is like you have so many people that have a positive impact on on you academically, but also socially and, and yep. um, you know, emotionally and just helping you with your career. So it sounds like Hamilton's been a really good good match for you. It that's was great to hear. so happy. Uh piece of advice 
you would give to your younger self? Don't be afraid to go to office hours. Boom. Don't uh, be afraid. Boom. Put that, on, put that on a t-shirt. Timely yeah. tip. Put t-shirt. it on a t-shirt. That might go on the, the summer shirt next year. Don't no. be afraid to go to Don't office Don't be afraid hours. to go to office Don't. hours. Right. Network with your professors. Like, really, that's... Yes. Like, yes. I was... I will say... This is why also Joel is also a favorite. Because I was struggling when I was over there. So I was interning in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And I was struggling a bit. And I was like, I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. And he and his wife, who's also a professor here, Professor Heather Sullivan took me out of brunch with their daughter and I just had a great time with them and I felt like my spirit was rejuvenated and I felt encouraged. So, you know, not only are you building these relationships and like, you know, help you academically, but also on like a friendship level of like, mm-hmm. they're going to help you. They're here to support you emotionally and all, in all other ways. Yeah. Absolutely. And now to our most important question. Yes, oh. I'll, Galvin, I'll let you do the honors. Appreciate you very much, man. Our most important question, Joanna, on the very personal side of things, Ooh. what is your go-to song for karaoke night. What is my go-to song for karaoke night? I did sing pretty well the other day. Um, you don't talk about Bruno. Ooh, <laughs> new school, we let's go. You don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. <laughs> Seven foot <laughs> rats all on his, his back. back. Yeah, that was such a banger. <laughs> I remember I got um I was in like the when the Hamilton did like the hotels for COVID stuff. I got COVID and I'm just there in the hotel room alone. Only thing that made me feel better was was talking to my friends, right? But also just listening to that song. <laughs> I listened to that song, started dancing. Uh, that oh, song goodness. ruled our house for a good seven months. Seven months. Seven months, yeah. Wow. That yeah. is much beyond an earbug or whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Whoa. Everyone, that is our interview with Joanna Flores. Ooh. Give it up for her. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you said holla? I have not heard that in so long. Holla <laughs> back. Holla back. Uh, Gwen Stefani on the line. Intro. Oh, Holla, <laughs> city of squala. Much right. love, y'all. All right, uh, that's a that's definitely telling us that it's time to uh, end it. So, Aaron, could you please hit us with that outro? And that's our opportunity on the mic for today. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and hit us with that five-star rating.